Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zainsi Weber of the National Council of Zane Objection. Australia. Objection! I am Zane Australia of the Zane Council. It's me. It's always been me. As you were, citizens. As you were. Here with my colleagues from across the seas, one of whom is an imbecile, <laughs> and the other, who I really <laughs> wish I was at the moment. <laughs> Uh, I'm also, <laughs> I sound just like Sebastian of the United States of World America. How's, yep. he, how's he doing? I wouldn't know because I'm obviously Zane Australia. I haven't spoken to him in a while. I sent him an email. He hasn't replied. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> ghosting you. Because <laughs> of that whole nuclear war thing. <laughs> he's, Ooh, he's not replying because he's yeah. deeply disgusted in what you've done. Also, I assume. Quite possibly. Well, I'm Andy Schossler the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, each week we try and resolve an issue that is plaguing our virtual nation that we run on a virtual nation simulator, nationstates.net, while trying to stick to our political leanings. <laughs> Difficult, <laughs> though it can be. Especially when some idiot's running a nation. Especially when Seb is running a nation, let's be honest here. <laughs> I am the... I'm the top prize at the exhibition. I'm what you're throwing those balls at those cups for. I'm the one you want. Oh, I'd love to throw some balls at you, Seb. <laughs> Bowling balls. <laughs> I think... I can't tell which, which of those threats I'm more comfortable with. Um, sure. I have an issue. I'd Excellent. love to deal with it. <laughs> Westphalian sovereignty. After the United Federation sent two police cars, a police helicopter, five drones, and a wind-up toy into Zane Australia to capture Mega Momo as an Australian citizen and alleged terrorist, the government has called a special meeting to see what should be done about this blatant breach of sovereignty. I remember dealing with this one. Mega Momo sounds like a supervillain. Yeah, I think that's the point. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Good. We're on the same page. Probably has a cult following. Mm. We need to modify our military and sharpish to keep those United Federation pests out of our national territory. Angrily growls General Mumford whilst marching a platoon of troops into my office. We need to stop them from doing it again. Order the entire army to the border and have them shoot any intruders on sight. That will learn them. I think the longer you talked, the more you turned into Palpatine. I wasn't going for Palpatine. I can't actually remember what Palpatine sounds like. 
Close. I was over-enunciating yes. my words. Yeah. <laughs> the United Federation? Is that who they're against? Yes. Is that no, not... That's who sent... It's, no, it's, I thought he said we have to stop the United Federation. Yes. Yeah, it's like the UN sending in their police. Oh, I thought he was a member of the UN. Because I was like, is he trying to stop, like... No, I'm a member of the World Assembly, which we all are. No, no, no. That man you were just doing the voice of. No, 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 no. So he's uh, he's a general in my army. Oh, okay. I thought he was from and the UN. Said, I got really been, confused. We've been incurred upon. We need to send our army to shoot anyone who tries to do it again. Okay. Well, I've never been one for war, so that's off the table. Mm, really? <laughs> you pacifist. Yeah. Not for starting a war anyway. <laughs> Are you mad? exclaims Sancho Tate, one of my more queasy ministers, while trying to conceal his worry beads. The United Federation has Gigadeth 4,000 planes, Smashtastic 2,000 helicopters, and an You-Die-Now 500 missiles. And we barely have a glorified crop dusters. We need to engage the international community and try to convince them to join us in enacting sanctions against the United Federation. That'll show them we're serious. Sanctions. Sanctions. Yes. <laughs> Serious sanctions. I love the I love the uh, smash tastic helicopters. Those are great names. Um, I'm always this, partial to the you die now five hundred missiles. Yeah. All of this taking down of the United Federations just makes me think that they're going That's, against Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I keep thinking. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, the UF's good. But that's basically capitulating, saying, yeah, they're. We cannot possibly stand up against them, so let's not. I agree. They didn't even no, they didn't even mention the the, the juggernaut <laughs> class starships. <laughs> <laughs> the ability to beam you into the sun. <laughs> they didn't mention any of these things any of these things. Option number three. Was it so bad for the United Federation to bring their coppers here? Sighs Alexander Chandra, my border patrol chief, while rolling his eyes at the other speakers. Megan Momo is a terrorist of the United Federation. Uh, he is a terrorist, and if the United Federation police got him first, then good for them. In fact, if other countries want to cross our borders to arrest someone, we should let them. Then there'd be fewer criminals for us to worry about, mate. That's true. God, I Except he's not a terrorist. He's a terrorist? Mm. Yeah, he's a terrorist. No, he's not a terrorist. He's a supervillain. He's a terrorist? I don't know what's he's happening. He's not oh, proven okay. to be a terrorist. <laughs> Isn't he a terrorist in the opening? He's accused of being a he's terrorist. He's probably did it though. Like, let's Alleged be honest. Probably did terrorist. it. Like, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad Seb, Seb, the great legal authority, is on the case. Well, the important part is he's a Zane Australian citizen who they think has committed a crime. And rather than getting us to arrest him and going through extradition, like you usually would. They crossed the borders with military forces and abducted him, basically. So they, they have successfully removed him? Yes. Oh, okay, well, it's done. Let's just... It's not... We're not trying to get them back. It's just a matter of how we react to this incursion. Do we line our borders with military? Do we send them an angry letter? Or do we invite them to come in and arrest anyone they want? Is that all the options? Options of the three. That's it. I'm inclined to go angry letter. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly... Andropolia went with the third option, which was let them arrest. Well, essentially to sort of regulate it, not to not to s close the borders and not let anybody through, 
and mm. not cooperate with any enforcement at all, and also not to just blanket allow foreign law enforcement to come in. It was essentially that's option three, isn't it? Sort of letting gen- them in. Yeah, a gentleman's agreement to cooperate on it. But yeah, yeah, time is of the essence. So if you if you cross the border and you didn't have time to call us, we'll waive that. It's so okay. Historically, nations that have declared war on the UN are the bad ones. And I want you to be good. So I'm going to go option two. Write them a stern letter with our reddest of inks. That's right. I'm talking crimson. There's probably other red ink. And saying you like you, you know colors. But that's essentially, you know, not standing up to any incursion. No. Of any we are police officer. That we disagree with what they have done, but we're not going to war because we have now drawn a line in the sand. If it there's, happens again, we no, can. There's no uh, talk of war. Closing his borders is not. Well, That's well, not, not a declaration of war. But it's also closing his borders, which is overkill. Um, no. no, it's closing your borders to people outside of their jurisdiction. Isn't it just, it's saying you it was like cannot. Close pers- off. No, it's saying you cannot pursue a criminal into Zane Australia, which then would make it a haven for criminals. It uh, will also say. We're shooting anyone who crosses the border. Okay, yeah, so yeah, option two. It does. Option but that's a separate issue. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to veto. Um, option two is one of the acceptable options. Yeah. So option I two is go. a good start. If they do it again, escalate. But you're drawing a line in the sand saying, Oi, stop that. Oi. There's no escalation. No, I'm not. Exactly. I'm Foreign choosing to not escalate. Is to avoid standing up to bullies. Exactly. Assault figures punched through historical lows. Government initiative unusual, but good, experts say. Military base converted into well-defended retirement village. And citizens smile and cheer government officials. Authoritarianism. This has done virtually nothing um, in the ups. Uh, authoritarianism is the biggest up at... Anyone want to guess? It's not a big number, but do you want to guess what it I is? I want to guess that it's 2%. One and a half. 0.3%. Also up is ideological radicality, income equality, pacifism, government size and taxation. Uh, All up less than, far less than half a percent. (laughs) Uh, The biggest down at 15.3% of defence forces, arms manufacturing at 9.9%, weaponisation at 6.7%, and then everything else is less than 1%. Well, I too have a law enforcement issue in a remarkable coincidence. Lucky for you, you get to deal with it. <laughs> I can veto into a hole. Look at me. Yeah, I can still take, you know, what's the word? Uh, influence? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suggestions. Oh, sure. From, from the council. Mm, That's what suggestions. We're all here for. Delicious suggestions. I think that was the wrong decision, by the way. Yeah. I think if you if you're going to cooperate with foreign law enforcement, you should at least get it in writing as to exactly what the deal is. You shouldn't just let them in because they well, no. say they want he to. He let them in already. That already occurred. I was just saying, let's not kill anyone no, for something that's already happened issue, and gone and happened. The issue was that there wasn't any allowance in. They just crossed the border. But but now they've left. And that's why I'm saying it's, if there's they no point in killing everyone else trying to cross the border if they weren't for law enforcement, If they weren't law enforcement, they would be branded a terrorist organization because they were armed people. Like, let's say the they were law enforcement. Let's say the Indonesian army sent a, a, a troop into North Australia and took an Australian citizen back to Indonesia because he was wanted for something. What do you think Australia would do to that? What do you think would be a... America, go fix it. <laughs> Is that too real? Or I don't think we'd get America involved. New Zealand, <laughs> Anzac them. 
I don't know. Do you have the A in Anzac? Yeah, it's <laughs> every, everybody else. Um, no, I'm not saying Andrew's wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I'm just saying for a situation that has come and gone, the time to show force passed. If the option was there currently it's in there- It's not about the past, Seb. It's about what happens in the future. Yeah. When they decide to come on in next time, do something about it while they're there. That's not what you chose. No, but I also chose not to close down the borders and shoot anyone trying to cross after a situation has passed. That you're no. reacting to nothing now. No, There's no, no, nothing no, no. going no, on. No. You've had an advisor, or better still, a reporter, come to you and say, did you know that this other country's law enforcement apprehended a citizen on our turf? They crossed the border and apprehended the citizen and then got away. What are you doing about it? And then you say, well... I'm going to be political and talk to them about it. They're much more powerful than us. We didn't stop them and we're not going to in the future either. That I is exactly what you chose. We're not going to do anything That's in the future. That's what you chose. No, I chose not to shoot everyone trying to enter the country while there's a state of nothing happening. If we, if Because they've come and gone. It's not like they, if they were in the nation, sure, we can look at pushing them out, getting rid of them, stopping it. But they have come and gone. I'm not going to kill someone else trying to cross the border because somebody pissed me off three days ago. The whole issue was about what do you do the next time this happens? No, it was setting up now. If we if we line the border with, with troops that shoot anyone who tries to cross on site and no one tries to cross, that's the ideal situation. <laughs> but also it's very much against everything you've set up. You yeah, want people to be able to cross. Uh, you want, I you, want refugees and immigrants to be able to freely access Australia. And now if they walk slightly to the left, they get shot. So the, the, no, they no, don't no, no, because no. I didn't pick that option. What I'm saying is I don't want foreign governments to be able to just walk freely through my country and take my citizens whenever they feel like it. And that's exactly what you said you were allowing them well, to yeah, do. Yeah, yours is more of the compromise where you... Send a, send a letter and try to rally international support against this action. Yep. Without which is killing why I anyone. Said, which is why I said, is, I said that's acceptable, but not ideal. So what would you have actually gone? I probably would have gone option number one. Really? Yeah. Just a small show of force. We're not invading. We're just dealing with the borders in, in, a, in a political way. I think it's a bad example. Well, you you're a it. bad example. So, I think you're... Nuke. <laughs> yeah, and I've been hearing about it for a couple of episodes now. I'm over it. Yeah, you are. That's, how, that's, that's usually how Brazil stand feels about it. How many how many episodes of the show do I need to hear about this silly minor nuclear situation? Probably we the rest. Will never of stop. <laughs> it's been like a day or two. Can we just let it rest? A misunderstanding involving a 12-year-old boy, a plastic toy gun, and five heavily armed police officers has resulted in substantial public uproar. The major news networks are having a field day over analyzing the manufacturing and selling of bright orange sci-fi inspired toy guns for children. Ooh, I've had it. You dealt with this one. Mm -hmm. We're raising a generation of natural-born killers, writes left-wing mummy blogger Katniss Patel in her latest Barry blog post. Next thing you know, they'll want to play with real guns. When will it end? Remember, people don't kill people. Guns do. Even toy guns. We need to get anything that even remotely resembles a gun off the market. Wise. You think so? Yep. What about and novel... Everything that resembles uh, a knife, and then everything that resembles a bomb, uh, and then everything that resembles a person. Um, 
What about bend fist? To, fist do damage. Well, that's what I mean. You got outlaw fists? Yeah, like cut yeah. the hands off. Yeah. Just like, um, and no pointy hooks either. Just. But think of the novelty lighter industry. What are no, they going to I do? I refuse to. <laughs> I have no place in the future. <laughs> so I don't think that's a legitimate option. It's ridiculous. Um, banning things that look like guns is. Banning things that obviously aren't guns. If you if you cut the silhouette of a gun out of cardboard, mm. you're not all of a sudden you what know, if you committing point a crime your fingers to, yeah. like a gun. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even look like a gun. That's exactly right. But we all know it to be. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Think about that, lady. And it's not going to do anything. It completely bypasses what the what the problem was in the first place. Number two, hey. That's our jobs you're talking about, bemoans Coraline Walker, CEO of Big Toys Incorporated, between puffs of a comically large and illegally imported cigar. Banning our most popular toy lines would seriously damage our industry. I'd say the best way to handle this situation is a healthy corporate tax break. If we paid less taxes, we could up production and flood the market with so many toy guns that no kid would ever want one. Mm, That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yes. We'll give them so much ice cream that no one will ever want ice cream ever. Again. Then we'll sell them something better, she says, letting out a long, eerie laugh as a cigar smoke fills the room. Well, if your plan is to sell them something better, just sell them something better. <laughs> no. I mean, that's... Full stop. I'm all for tax breaks, but that's really poor reasoning. <laughs> Everybody should pay less taxes, absolutely. Especially in Andropolia, but mostly the world. I don't understand. The last of three options, I pray it's that it's something we can actually implement. It's true because America could veto you at any point. Y'all gotta be kidding me, grumbles local gun enthusiast Hero Cruz before spitting into a tin can near the doorway. Plastic toy ray guns ain't doing nobody no harm. When I was little, we played with BB guns and that dad gum time. What? <laughs> This is, it's written with the accent. Okay. And it's very difficult to read it on the fly. <laughs> Y'all want to ban toy guns? Shoot, we, <laughs> we should let them have real guns. Make it legal and all. I bet it'd even, it'd even lower crime rates. Who'd want to rob a house knowing little Tommy has a nine millimeter? How many options are there? That's the third. Of how many? Three. Cool. I bet I uh, video one, two, and quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I, I think that's the option that Andy was. You were going to go to give guns to toddlers. Train the them. Jokes yeah. on you. Yeah, that's the only legitimate response to it. To that give is. real guns to children. When no. I said that America no. could veto you at any time, I was meaning they could veto this. What is probably <laughs> going to be the only reasonable option? What were the other options? I actually legit stopped listening and just Man heard said- all guns than anything that looks like a gun ever. Yep. And then the option number two was number two is tax breaks for the toy industry. No, even if he wants to take this option, it's still the bad option to take. Whether he understands that or not, giving guns to toddlers is a bad choice. I've got to defend it now because it's the only option I have. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Seb. You're welcome. But like, like if you were going to pick it anyway, I need to know how and why. All it's doing is saying make it legal, so stop it from being illegal for children to purchase firearms. Right now, I'd like to think that Andropolian parents. Oh, you think the Andropolian parents are very responsible? 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. People. Andrew. Absolutely. Andrew. Has history, has history given you some... Something to work I have with to there. trust that because if I don't, then we have nothing. A twelve-year-old Andropolia. <laughs> Andropolia is the place. Is the place where, where adults go to be adults. <laughs> a twelve-year-old is old enough to go to the shops without their parent. A twelve. No, no, no. no. This is yeah. This is no, no. Think of, think of, Columbine. <laughs> No. Imagine <laughs> no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because they were kids and they they, no. they bought guns from imagine, the old shop. Imagine that you are a, a, a perfect example of this, right? Is a BMW Mercedes. Right? Yep, yep. Mercedes Benz dealers, they will happily sell you a car. They will forbid you from driving it off the lot until you take out comprehensive insurance on it, right? People when they're allowed to do the right thing, often do very good things. Just because it's legal doesn't mean that everybody will be doing it. If you, if it wasn't illegal for children to buy guns, which gun owner is going to allow children to buy guns? You're removing the part where the gun owner has say outside of the home where they have direct control though. The kid can still go now and buy the gun. Yeah. Making, uh, outlawing weapons to people who aren't properly licensed has not stopped the black market trade of weapons. Somebody who wants a gun is going to get one. But kids weren't going to buy them through the black market, but now they're going to buy them from Kmart. No. That's a lot easier. No, because Kmart isn't going to sell them guns. Why not? It's not illegal to. It's not illegal, but who is going to shop there when they start selling guns to children? It won't just be Kmart, though. I'm pretty sure there is a lot of places in America that wouldn't be boycotted if they sold guns to children. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't even think you have to be over 18 in the States. Like, 17-year-olds can buy guns. 16-year-olds can from Walmart, from Kmart. They sell them to people that are technically minors. No, I don't think that's right, Seb. I didn't get ID'd because they just don't care in certain places. What do you mean? When I was over there. Right. We weren't shooting. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Didn't even get ID to check if I was a citizen. Right, okay. That's, and that's how, many, how, how many people did you kill? Me. No, no, I'm not a psychopath, but I'm saying I could that's have right. been and they would not have known. I wasn't even a citizen. I'm not even covered under their constitution to be allowed to make that purchase and I still was able to do it. Yep. And what because harm they don't did you care. cause? What harm did you cause by doing but it? But I could have caused that harm. But you didn't. Because I didn't, once again, what we reasonable have, human being. Yeah, that's exactly right. What we have is the record. And that's, and that's what Andy's saying yeah. is that if you let people be reasonable, they probably will be. But I'm, <sighs> Unreasonable people don't become reasonable because you legislate it that way. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you've opened the doors to too many unreasonable people. Unless, unless and hear me out, eugenics. Let's breed for reasonableness. <laughs> Zane has it. 
Well, I've been vetoed into a corner anyway. That's true. So I've been Sam forced. Been arguing against the option that he made okay. you pick. <laughs> I've been, I've been cornered in a way that I can't defend any other any other position. So I've got to do this. <laughs> Games of cops and robbers typically end in at least one fatal shooting. The Anthropology sense. It's not even. It's not even a good game if only one person dies. The Anthropology Sentinel reports civil rights activists. Now we're getting somewhere. Lightning strikes abandoned cavern. Government initiative unusual but good. Experts say. And handrails should not be optional. Coroner opines. Mm. Weaponization up seventy seven percent. Wow. Arms manufacturing up 28%. Manufacturing as a whole up 11%. Ideological radicality up 4%. Obesity somehow up 2.5%. Civil rights up 2%. The death rate up 1%. Is lifespan affected? Uh, yes, it has been. How are we looking? On the downtrends. <laughs> <laughs> Taxation down one and a half percent. Well, that's okay. nice. The Human Development Index down two and a half percent. Oh, we're going up. That's oh. nice. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, that's a big." Nope. <laughs> Authoritarianism down three percent. Social conservatism down four and a half percent. Okay. All right. Lifespan <laughs> down seven. And a half percent. <laughs> Those are acceptable casualties because you, people, because kids can buy kill, guns now. The young ones. And pacifism down a whopping 36%. It's good to see young kids making reasonable choices with their firearms. <laughs> Says the person who forced him to do it. Yes, but it was a bad choice. As, <laughs> as a prank, I can just acknowledge it was a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Seb. You're welcome. Thank you for once again getting involved in Andropolian politics. You said you were going to pick it anyway. <laughs> I didn't have any other option. You said you were going to. It's true. The, the other two options were pretty terrible. No, yeah, to businesses, not <laughs> no, to human to beings. Pretty much everyone. Ugh. All right, Zane, here's something light. Uh oh, good. It's called the Forbidden Fruit. Ban kiwis. Okay, done. Um, the prime minister of a, the massive agricultural nation of oh, Osblick has sent you a rather unconventional gift. Oh, 5,000 no. fruit baskets worth, worth 100 big dollars each. Mm. Now crates of fruit baskets occupy all the available space in your office. How many, how many options are you going to have here? Because it's four, Zane. I have wow. four options to deal just, with these gifts. Did, did I deal with this one? I think you did, yeah. <laughs> and Seb wanted me to make everything into clay dildos or something? No, no, that, no was, that was, that was rubbish. Art. That, was, that was the art, that's right. Which is the first thing I yes, thought when you said that. That's okay. right. Do you like our gift leader, inquires the Prime Minister of Osblick, Catherine Rabin, wandering around the maze of fruit baskets only to be face, only to face, sorry, find your face hidden behind a large pineapple. We wish to improve ties with world America, and what better way than offering a sample of Osblick's main exports? If you can't finish eating all 5,000 baskets worth of fruit, I'm sure you could just sell some of them back to the market with a significant markup. Just a suggestion. I was hoping she'd say, if you can't finish all 5,000 baskets, it's war. <laughs> I thought that's what she was... Like, I was like, oh Seb, no, I'm social Seb, faux part into now war. Now I know that 
world America is a little bit of a political backwater. But how many people do you think open uh, the meeting to improve international relations with a declaration of war? <laughs> I thought, it's, it's, so I thought it was like building up to a, ah, you enjoy our gifts, but if you don't enjoy all of them, we're going okay. to war. So the ambassador wants me to sell them. Is, well, they, they're, they're suggesting if I can't finish them all myself to sell them. Okay. I want to explore option zero, eating 5,000 baskets of fruit before they go off and just dying in office from sugar overload. And What's just, option number two, you fool? Nice try, but our leader is incorruptible. <laughs> Sorry, I'll try that again. Nice try, but our leader is incorruptible. Snarls your devoted home secretary, Oswald Wood. His leader is love. Leader is life t-shirt. Sorry, his leader is love. Leader is life t-shirt visible through his shirt. We must destroy all these <laughs> all these offerings and show that we have zero tolerance for graft. Harsh punishments must be given to anyone who tries to bribe government officials. Only then will our glorious nation be free of corruption. Oh, I think political... I mean, don't get me wrong. 5,000 masters of fruit is a lot. But like if hey, I went... Hey, to- hey, 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 hey. 500 bas- 5,000 5, baskets of fruit and- This is $500,000 in fruit. Yeah, that's yeah. half a million dollars. That's a lot of fruit. <laughs> half a million dollars <laughs> worth of fruit. I just, that's not that much fruit. I would have brought like a bottle of wine. If there'd, be, no, there'd be more fruit in any one of the major shopping center distribution centers. Oh, in a, distri- I think like in a, in a distribution center, yeah, because it's half a million dollars worth of fruit. I mean, it's not an insignificant amount, but it's not that much. It is for my office, though. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I like I said, I legit, a pretty big office. If I was visiting, I would have just brought like a bottle of wine, like, and they'd be like, oh, has this been opened before? I'm like, um, Seb. maybe <laughs> Seb. <laughs> it's Seb. just Ribena. <laughs> Seb, I know that so far it's been mostly <clears throat> subtext. They're trying to bribe me slash you. Yeah. What? Mm. But they haven't asked for anything stupid yet, so it's like. Sure. No, they said we've given you some fruit. Street value is pretty high. Wink. Oh no, no, no! I know, I know what they're implying. <laughs> It'd be but, wrong for me to slide you money. But here's some national fruit, which yeah. you can sell for money. <laughs> and money can be exchanged for goods and services. <laughs> <laughs> money can buy many peanuts. Explain okay. how. <laughs> Option three. That's taking it a little too far. States Velma. Oh no. Uh, Dutart, sure, that's not how you say it. The Minister of Middle Ground, oh, I love that role, who is standing between the previous two speakers to keep them apart. We could permit politicians to receive small gifts, inconsequential sums, totaling to a maximum of 50 big dollars per person per annum. Any previous gifts received that are worth more than that amount stated, like those fruit baskets, should be donated to charity. Imagine the needy people of South America delightfully awaiting the succor, sure, succor, as you donate all things you don't even need. This is actually a corporate policy that we have at my work as well. Um, it not, not that it comes up in my position, but if you were to receive corporate gifts, there's like a th- I think it's like twenty five bucks or more. It has to a be declared, and then then they work out how it gets distributed. But it's I guess it's, that's more. What if up- somebody gives you a gift? You have to share it with everybody else? No, it's um, if you're sent a gift over a certain amount, you need to declare it. Because of claims. Uh, yeah, it's just for yeah, transparency. But like, it, why it, why but is that's anybody what sending their travel insurer a gift? Um, it, I mean, if they're in charge of your claim 
and it hasn't been oh, finalized. No, no, no. Yet? I get, yeah. yeah, I I get it, I get it. This is, but there's sometimes we get gifts from the, de- oh, to, the be, to the department itself. Thank you for making this so easy. It, it's not of wine. It's not unheard of, <laughs> but there's also specific legislation in the company that I'm with in regards to corporate gifts for, through like business conferences and meetings as well. Right. Um, over a certain amount, it's it's more in, in the sense of like corporate stuff rather than customers. But there is okay. stuff there. So this isn't what I'm reading. It seems pretty reasonable, at least in the Australian business world. That's that's mostly how governments work. Mm. Is, is you can accept small gifts and anything over that has to be declared and dealt with yeah, there's a tribunal or some shit that'll look into it and be like yeah you can't have that key ring of yourself but by all means take a helicopter ride mm. <laughs> option four <laughs> what you call bribes I call political donations divulges politician Cassidy Locke who hefts a suitcase that is bursting with cash getting into public office takes millions of big dollars and the average citizen cannot afford to do so if you make it easier for politicians to receive donations from generous benefactors, you could bring equality to politics and give even the most disadvantaged candidates a fighting chance, regardless of their financial standings. Nice try, Mr. There's, Monopoly. There's a little spin there. <laughs> I, and that's coming from Seb. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's not as ham-fisted. Uh, you know what? You, you know don't what? listen to these episodes, do you? If you, get, I, nope. <laughs> if you get rid of all the power, who cares how much politicians are bribed because they won't have anything to be bribed over. I've already pretty well distributed the power. No, Remember, I, t- I mean, I'm the figurehead because of how nation states works, but in a realistic t- portrayal of my government, Option I have equal say with 200 other people. Number two. What was even, what was even number two? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much attention said pays. Well, no, I read them all. <laughs> so just to clarify for the audience, two is... Um, Harsh punishments to those who bribe government officials. Mm-hmm. How do I? Pu- I'm, 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 obviously, I'll go with it. But how do I punish? It's a gift from another nation. They're not like a citizen that's trying to bribe. How does that even work in this? Arrest state? them, whip them, send them home. Okay, interesting. Will we- they then yeah. get put on a list? I'm all for no donations in this way, though. I'm actually really happy for like for good. the message. I'm just I'm curious how it works in a. I'm glad that this is good for you. I'm not going to argue against it like you argued against the option that you picked for Andy. Um, so, yeah, let's see what happens. Sending sick politicians get well soon cards becomes considered bribery. Yeah. Uh, parents compete for homes in top school zones. Green government going gangbusters. Mining industry sees blue skies ahead and fewer lazy bums than ever before. Law enforcement is our biggest up of 13%. Oh, well, yeah. You've got a whole new set of crimes, yeah. Set of crimes to enforce. Um, right. Authoritarianism and twenty four seven surveillance. Good, um, and people yeah. who aren't politicians. Good, anyone who talks to a politician twenty four seven surveillance. <laughs> um, authoritarianism and employment up four percent. Safety and weaponization up three, and then it patters off. As for the downs, biggest down, corruption. <gasps> what? Shocks. 41% down. Yeah, corruption's Good. always been a problem for you. Has it? Shall yes. we check our corruption stats at the Let's. end? Corruption. Let's yo, yeah, it was a big dip. Um, <laughs> gambling down 7% because Sometimes I did something. I feel like I'm the only one who really pays attention to Sedmerica's stats. <laughs> gambling down 7, ideological radicality down th- 6, black market death rate down 3. But that's it. So let's check corruption because I, I, I got some fun times here. Okay. That drop, because I started corruption on 0.7, yeah? 
Mm-hmm. Well, I was just on my highest of 1.3. This is kickbacks per hour. And that drop has now brought me onto my second lowest of 0.7. So, okay. Actually, no, sorry. Sorry, it scans across. I'm on 0.8, but 0.7 was my lowest. So right. I'm just just above it. So good I stuff. I started out at 0.78. I peaked out quite early at 0.92. And I'm now at my all-time low that I have been for since May um, of 0.52. Well, I'm envious because Andropolius started the game at a corruption level of 2.3 Oof. kickbacks per hour. It very quickly dropped to its all-time low of 0.7, mm-hmm. uh, and it has unfortunately spiked, uh, but plateaued so far uh, at 1.75. Okay, so it's like a it's like a cup, yeah, yeah, with a very long spout, yeah, right at the start. So it's yeah, so overall than you started. So overall, corruption has decreased. That's right. Yeah, I wonder what it was about your startup situation that made it start so high. I don't know. We at least comparatively, we got to work slashing. You know, the legislative the the the, 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 the government uh, very early legislations very early. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been us for another week. So join us next week when we will deal with more issues. Uh, said America probably more than the rest of us. Um, I, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And if you want to become one of the best people in the world, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash a new old order podcast. I've been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Objection! Yeah. I have been Zane of no, Australia. No, you're not. You don't even look like him. It's or sound me. like me. It's me, Zane of the nation. Oh, you definitely don't pay attention like me. Um, we done good science. Smash those atoms. It's a terrible Zane impression. No, it's great. Just um, go create some life. And Do you even remember what you did, Seb? Um, what you decided on <laughs> Zane Australia's like- behalf? <laughs> um, no, the borders thing was last episode. Or was that this episode? just blends that speaks volumes <laughs> I have been Andrew Schossler the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia imploring you all carte blanche sans plume till next time gentlemen Have you ever wondered what Tina Fey has in common with Jonathan Swift? Or how Star Wars is connected to feudal Japan? Or just how pervasive Shakespeare's influence still is? I'm Rhonda. And I'm Erin. And our show Pop DNA explores the literary and historical roots of your favorite pop culture works. Like the Greek mythology and early 20th century feminism echoed in the film Wonder Woman. Or the classic dystopian fiction and real-life political revolutions that informed the Hunger Games. Every month, we bring you a deep-dive discussion of a selected pop culture work. Featuring jokes no one will think are funny, and literary references no one asked for. Find us at thepopdna.blog. Or anywhere you get your podcasts. By the way, Shakespeare is bigger than Disney. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.